Dan, thanks for coming by to speak to us today here at CPAC. Tell us a little bit about yesterday. The president met with students. He met with parents talking about guns. I, I, I understand the whole First Amendment thing, but in all seriousness, what do you expect a 15- or 16-year-old to tell you that's going to make any difference with policy? Yeah, you know what? I think what the president did yesterday was great. Uh, it's, I was actually shocked because here you have a third rail of politics, which is guns, mm-hmm. and this president wasn't afraid to come out. And first of all, he cared about people. He showed that he cared about people, which the fellow in office before him never really did that. And he had these people who, in one minute, they were going to demonstrate against him. And now here he has them sitting around the Oval Office, relaxing and pouring their hearts out. And I just thought it was so good. So you think you think that it was kind of a cathartic experience for America? Yes, I. I it's a big word, but I think I understand it. <laughs> but honest to Sorry. God, <laughs> honest to God, it was a wonderful thing. It's you know bringing America together again. That's what instead of you know saying well. They should not have arrested this man or like in Ferguson and all this other baloney. Here you have a guy that realizes what the people care about, and he's going to do meaningful things. We do have to have something done on the mental health issue. He's committed to that. He's talking about putting an age restriction on these automatic guns. Now, you you can't run for president until you're a certain age. You can't run for Congress. Why should you have a machine gun if you're 15 years old? Well, they're not machine guns. They're Uh, semi-automatic. Yeah, you know. I mean. Yeah, they're they're no different than a hunting rifle and right. all that essence, and they just they look mean. I mean, this is yes, this is the, the same narrative that Barbara Boxer and all of them used back when they passed the quote assault weapon right. ban, right? Saying, well, they look militarized. Well, they look. You can yeah. look anyway. I mean, look, they they have no problem in boys looking like girls. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, thank God we haven't had any girls go crazy. But yeah. but I'll tell you, I agree with what you're saying on a lot of it is, I guess, how it appears. Yeah, it's you perception. Know, it is perception. It's thank you. It's exactly perception. And what we've got to do is, is look at the root causes of this. Now, in this case, we have an individual who appears to be unbalanced. You know, 30 visits by the cops to his home and all this kind of stuff. But in other cases, we've got to look. What is the environment that they've been brought up in? So what do you, do you think that the mental health professionals who have been speaking out about the way that uh, they believe that people who have mental illness have been portrayed as being dangerous to society, do you think they have a point? Unfortunately, they do have a point. I mean, years ago, they had these horrible psychiatric hospitals where they take kids like him and they'd lock them up and keep them on drugs all day. So thank God we don't have that hellish thing. On the other hand, we've got to protect the people. One of the things he proposed is simple screening, mental health screening. And I'm sure if a psychiatrist, psychologist had screened him, he wouldn't have been eligible. Right. Well, I don't think there's any doubt when somebody goes on YouTube and yeah. says they want to be a professional school shooter, they should probably be talked to. That's right. Just to see if they're being facetious or if they're really serious. Yeah. The, the members of AMAC, you know, the Association of Mature American Citizen that I'm head of, they are t- totally in favor of the Second Amendment. But yet my, my members are willing to do realistic things that will work, not just veneer, 
you know, not cosmetic, but something that really will be meaningful. All right, let's talk about health care, since you're very right. close to it, all right? But let's talk a little bit about, we've gotten, you know, we've gotten rid of the mandate. We're, uh, we're trying to get rid of Obamacare. I right. still don't understand why anybody is still in love with that program. But do you think over the next couple of years we'll actually see some really solid legislation worked on yes. that will drive down premiums? Okay, now you said that I, I love being on your show, Dave, because you get to the point. And the point is, it's not what system you have, but how do you reduce the cost? So AMAC has come up with an idea, and okay. I want to run it by you. Go. Okay, give doctors a tax deduction for treating poor patients, indigent patients. I've said this for years. For, for free, right? This makes sense. It makes sense. So guess what? We finally have a congressman, Dan Webster from Florida, uh-huh. who's next week he's going to drop the bill, and we've got about a dozen other people who are lined up wanting to be co-sponsors. So we've been told by leadership, if you get 60 co-sponsors, we'll push it. Good. And you know what it'll save? Medicaid now. When a person goes to the emergency room, it's eleven hundred plus dollars. If you go to the doctor's office, it's one hundred and sixty. But since he's doing it for free, costs the government nothing. We give the guy a tax deduction, so he's, the doctor gets saves about fifty bucks off his taxes, and it'll save forty billion dollars a year. I wonder why they don't allow hospitals to write off their pro bono well, work. They can write off bad debt to a certain degree. They do write. And what happens is they get more money in a formula that gives money to the hospitals. Okay. And so they get compensated that way. But still, let's, if a doctor is willing to perform services and not charge it, let's, we're going to limit the doctors to 20 patients so there's no room for any chicanery. Well, yeah, you've got to watch out for weight yep. fraud, and ab- you know, fraud and abuse. I agree. Yep. Because there's people out there that are not ethical. We, we, found, we found that out the, the hard way yep. with our war on poverty, haven't we? Boy, unfortunately, yeah. Is it, that's the other thing. You brought it up, fraud. Yeah. This president, it appears, is stepping up tremendously the anti-fraud activity in everything, in all parts of the government. And it's marvelous to see. He's changed so many regulations. Now, I wasn't a Trump supporter. But I'll tell you I this. I wasn't at first. I was a yeah. Cruz supporter. Yep. Yeah. And I'll tell you this, though, that that man is probably the hardest working president I've ever seen. He's doing a great job. And he seems to be making the right decisions. Mm-hmm. And AMAC will go with the people that are really caring about America, that care about seniors. Well, I, I want to take a few moments while we're together. Look, AARP hits me with mail all the time. Yep. I, I send return to sender to them because they were behind Obamacare. Yes, they, they were. were behind President Obama. I don't believe they believe in freedom. You all believe in freedom. Right. People should be joining your organization. I just turned 65 last week, so uh, I'll be joining up with you guys. Oh, that's, that's terrific. It really is good. Yeah, ARP, unfortunately, took a sharp turn to the left. You know, when I got out of the service, ARP was the first one yes, to put, they were. put Jane Fonda on their cover. Yeah. They legitimatized that woman when she was basically a traitor during yeah. the Vietnam War. Annoy Jane, sure. Yeah, and then in the early 2003, when Bush was president, Harry Belafonte, who has a great voice, went to Venezuela to terrible meet politics. You're right. That's right. And what he did, he said Chavez was great, and that George Bush was a terrorist. He actually said that. AARP gave him that year 
the Humanitarian of the Year Award. And that told me that they're way left. That's not representing seniors. And that's when we started putting together the idea for AMAC. All right. Dan, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. 